Hi, and welcome to our podcast on how to boost your Q4 sales during COVID-19. My name is Naama Aroni, and I will be your host. Today with me is Yoris Van Ongevalle, the Head of Partner Success, EMEA. Thank you for joining, Yoris. You're welcome, Naama. So, you know, everybody keeps on talking about COVID-19, and, and we know that it's here to stay at least for a few months and maybe more. And there are many businesses out there that are really, really struggling through these difficult times. But I think usually in this type of crisis, we see companies either closing their wallets and, and trying to survive uh, this period until all this goes away. And of course, the, the other set of companies that see it as a great opportunity to beat the competition and grow even more. So what do you think are the influences of COVID-19 on the you know, business to business and specifically on ERP sales? Do we see any influence that it's having on, on sales or ERP sales in general? It doesn't have to be Boyum. Yes, of course. Um, what we saw is that um, when countries went into a complete lockdown, um, of course, business went uh, quite slow. And some opportunities just died. Uh, other opportunities um, were postponed till um, next year or after COVID. And who knows when uh, COVID will be completely uh, gone. So yes, uh, we saw that. Um, the good thing is that um, it was it started in APG, then it came over to Europe, and then it went to to America. So it was not um, all at the same uh, moment. Um, on the other hand, um, COVID nineteen, as you also um, suggested, um, it triggered companies to make use of um, the slower business to to speed up their internal projects. Um, like an ERP project, it's a good example. Um, and that's always the case um, when we have an economical challenge. Um, oh, companies are trying to eliminate waste and, and to automate as much as possible. And that's an opportunity uh, for us. So we really saw that some opportunities and they had predefined an ERP project um was planned for 2021 but with covid um they um they were triggered and they really um started the project earlier than foreseen so what we see there is that covid 19 was also an opportunity or mostly really bigger uh, opportunities mm, so more stable and you know that have big pockets let's say stable companies that with, with pockets Correct. In in light of that, what would you say are, you know, we, we talk here in this call about how we make our partners or how we help our partners sell more and, and really go through this period. So the question is, what challenges do you see that partner, uh, the channel partners are facing? Is it getting more leads? Is it closing sales? Is it uh, the fact that they have to do remote selling and maybe they used to do local selling all the time? What would you say their challenges are these days? Well, I believe that the challenges for our partners are, first of all, there are less uh, leads for, for new business. That's just a fact. Um, secondly, um, closing sales is becoming more difficult. Um, partners are facing 
uh, delays in the decision making um, and customers have difficulties in, in funding uh, of their projects. Um, so those are definitely two challenges they have to, to, to deal with. But on a positive side note, it also depends largely on, on the industry that you are serving. And as an example, what we have seen is that in the regulated industries um, like food, life sciences, uh, they tend to do quite well during COVID-19. So it's not a general thing um, that we see, uh, and it really depends on, on the industry. Yeah, I can imagine, obviously, biotech industry is uh, surging through the roof, uh, I would imagine, uh, right now. Uh, same, I guess, yeah. for food and beverage, uh, the one that do Correct. distribution and, and wholesale or, you know, supermarkets. Okay. Yeah, what so, you also see is that the business model is, is changing. Uh, E-commerce is becoming more important. And so people, our, our organizations are setting up a complete new channel, go to market through e-commerce. Um, and that is also demanding more automation. And that's also very positive for, for our partners and for us to, to supply them with solutions that are supporting that uh, new channel that they want to, uh, to address. That's correct. That's a good point. You know, you mentioned before that um, uh, they get less leads. And I guess, you know, many of our partners, they work within regions where they have competitors, right? And they, there are other partners working in the same region. And generally, this in this type of market, it seems like um, the customers is has the upper hand on determining the price, meaning there is a price war because everybody, everybody wants to get the business. Is that correct? I mean, do we see partners today... Uh, discounting way more to actually get deals uh, signed? Is that a good strategy even? Um, yes, you, you see that. It's obvious. Um, partners will do uh, a bigger effort. Um, they will uh, decrease their prices. They will give incentives to, uh, to close the deal as fast as possible. Um, especially um, if you look at our partners uh, on, on the license side, they are tempted to, to give bigger discounts um, so that they can uh, sell the services uh, as they have, um, let's say, a lot of consultants. They don't want them to be on the bench. So they will try to, to sell uh, the project so that they can keep their, um, their consultants uh, busy. And on the other hand, what you also see is that um, with those challenging times is that uh, a lot of partners are um, exploring the install base and they're looking at their own customers uh, to, to upsell, to cross-sell additional solutions um, because first of all, there is seldom competition. Um, the decision timeframe can be short. Um, yeah, and sometimes they give the end customer uh, an attractive uh, incentive to um, to close the sale uh, within a short uh, period. So yeah, those are things that you are seeing uh, frequently. And I have another question on you know the challenges of the partners with implementations. I mean, the move into remote working and the fact that consultants cannot, at least here, cannot take a flight and just 
you know, travel anywhere. Do we see that as being a, a factor for customers saying, you know, who is going to implement my software? Maybe I should delay my decision until travel bans are taken off or is that something that even crosses the mind? No, it was a big surprise for me that end customers really changed their mind uh, setting. Um, uh, before COVID, um, it was almost unbelievable that they would agree that most of the project would be done remotely. Now with having COVID uh, here everywhere, um, they accept that services are done uh, remotely. Of course, for certain specific services, you need to be on site, and that's something that can be organized, but we try, and the partners are trying to limit it as, as much as possible, um, and they all take their precautions when people have to go on site. Um, but no, I, what I see is that end customers have changed their mind, and for me, uh, it is not such a big obstacle as it was before COVID. Mm. And that, that's actually interesting. It's uh, it's um, always intriguing to see how fast we can adapt a human mind to a new behavior, and, and you know it's being accepted. So that's that's really great to hear. Can you share with us maybe what Boyom Sales Department is doing this time during this time? Have we changed anything in in our in the way we operate in order to meet the annual budget? Our channel managers are working uh, very closely uh, together with our partners and in a, in a dialogue, um, we try to understand uh, as good as possible uh, what the challenges are on each individual uh, opportunity. Um, and it's the channel manager's responsibility uh, to overcome the hurdles and, and to help our partners as much as possible. Um, we have our solution advisors that are bringing a lot of experience during demos. Um, sometimes pricing is a challenge. Um, sometimes timing is a challenge. Um, what we believe is that we can make uh, the difference and prove the value uh, of our partnership towards um, our partners, um, that we can help them um, to win the deal. Eh? Um, mm. and Every deal is different, so it's very difficult to say it's a general thing that by, let's say, lowering the prices of the licenses, that uh, then uh, it will be easy. No, it's not like that. You know, there are always different conditions that um, makes really uh, the channel manager has to go into the details, and that we can come with a solution. I understand. Can you say if we're if there is anything that we're doing today in the sales department that we have not done prior to COVID? Is there something like that? Or it's pretty much, it's just, you know, maybe more phone calls or more direct contact with partners or? Yes, I, th I think um, we are focusing more, um, do, focusing on doing the right things. Um, qualify the leads, um, giving the right support, um, giving a professional uh, demo, um, making sure that every step in the sales process is done um, as good as possible to maximize the chance to win the opportunity. I understand. 
And, and in that sense, is there anything that we do different with our partners? We, I guess our partners know about the e-learning program that came out at a perfect time where everybody needed to learn, but only online. <laughs> so at least we were ready with, with an e-learning program that you know our partners can go and learn whenever they want. But is there anything else that we're doing, like incentives, uh, services, that is different from the way we were doing it prior to COVID-19 when it comes to our partners? Well, I don't think um, there is one thing that, that fits it all. Um, Boeum is acting globally, but really things local. Um, we see different challenges in, in the different regions. Um, like for instance, Latin America has different requirements and needs than EMEA. Um, so, we are really focusing on uh, the, the region and for each region we have uh, defined um, actions, we have defined incentives to help our partners. You know, I want to talk to you, we, we talked at the beginning of the call about big partners and successful partners or su successful customers that are stable, but I want to talk to you from the perspective of, uh, of a small partner that are just starting out what we call emerging partners. And they don't have a big financial backup. And um, I would say that that certain type of partners represent, I would say, the majority probably of our channel partners or any channel partners. Um, and they're obviously the most vulnerable. What do you think they, they can do today different to come out of this challenge as a success, even with the limited resources that they have? How, what would be your tip for them to survive that? Yeah, that's a really good question, Nama, because indeed uh, the, the majority of our partners are in that uh, area and the smaller partners. Um, and what I think um, they should do is they should really invest heavily in uh, training and certification of um, the consultants that they have. They should really focus on uh, using our industry packages um, because there for WMS and for BEAS, we have developed a nice um, bundle uh, with, with uh, PowerPoint presentations, with um, process maps, um, with references, whatever they need, um, so that with um, a small team, uh, you can really show um, the industry knowledge uh, when you're talking to an end customer. Um, so I'm really encouraging uh, those emerging partners to make use of all the materials Boeing has prepared and made available for them. And then um, a third uh, thing that I would like to mention is um, with Boeing Cloud, um, we have now um, a state-of-the-art um, cloud solution. Uh, it's new technology, um, very easy to implement. Um, it comes with nice functionality. Um, it's not as um, advanced as our WMS and our BEAS uh, solutions, but it fits really well where standard business one is not um, enough. Um, and then with uh, Boeum Cloud, we can uh, fill the gap. Uh, and that's typically 
the case at um, opportunities that are a smaller opportunities or medium-sized opportunities. Yeah? Um, and there, I think, um, for those emerging partners, that can be a nice opportunity to focus on that area. On uh, on adapting the cloud, that they can, you know, sell fast, implement fast, and move on to the next deal. Correct. Is that what you mean? Correct. Yes. Okay. And also, if you look at the subscription model, the pricing, um, it doesn't require, I would say, a huge investment from the end customer to uh, to implement uh, the Boeing Cloud solution. It's for the partner and, and a learning curve that can be achieved in a reasonable time. Um, you can really um, build on that success. Um, so there are a lot of advantages of stepping into uh, the Boeing Cloud solution. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. That's a very good point. Uh, going away from maybe the more comprehensive products into, into the Boeing Cloud, if, if you're an emerging partner, obviously they can still sell BS manufacturing, WMS manufacturing, Protomax WMS, and, and maybe do it on a subscription model, and that also might help them win the deal. So if I summarize what you're saying, you know, we've been talking from the beginning of the call about the, the discount. So partners need to compete and, and provide discount where it makes sense. They need to work on the install base, right, to do cross-sale and upsell because that's easier deal. They already have the relationship. It's just a matter to un of understanding where the customer is at right now and, and offer um, additional solutions. You also talked about personal contact and being more in touch with partners, but of obviously it, it can be translated into more in touch with customers and understanding their challenges. Training and certification is a big step. If you really want to scale your business, you need to invest in that. And now is the right time to definitely invest. And we talked about Boyum Cloud. So those were kind of the topics that we see in our eyes as something that can help our partners go through that period. Is there any other tips that you can tell partners that are challenged with Q4 sales what they need to focus on? Like well, I would if, say... Uh, let me, sorry to stop you for a second, but let me even uh, um, make it more clear. I'm, I'm a, we're right now 20 days past the beginning of Q4. What should, if I would be a partner and I have a sales force with me, what should I do next in the rest of Q4 to win more deals? Okay. So first of all, explore the partner resource and the Boyum partner. So industry packages for WMS, BAS, Boyum Cloud. So a lot of information you can find, you can use on a daily operational um, and, and tactical uh, sales um, activities. Okay. Then um, do whatever you can to close the deal faster as what we do not know is that um, COVID-19, um, what the future will bring us. I believe, of course, in a positive outcome, but it could be a bumpy ride in the short or medium term. So try whatever you can to uh, put on a table, a very attractive uh, proposal to get the deal closed as fast as possible. Um, and then third uh, tip i would say is explore the install base go for the upsell and, and cross-sell opportunities um, many end customers are open for the next step in automation 
So they will be interested. There is no competition on those deals. You can close those deals quite fast. So that would be my three tips uh, for uh, the partner uh, for the Q4 sales. Do we offer as BoyomIT any incentive for our partners during Q4 that we would like to communicate during this podcast? Yes, um, of course. Um, <laughs> what we will do <laughs> what we will do is um, you know the part we have our partner program and uh, that partner program is based on, on revenue to, to Boyum. and we will give incentives to our partners uh, for uh, every deal that they close in uh, Q4 so that it will be easier to reach the next level in our partner program. And when you reach the next level, that means that uh, in the future, you will be able to buy um, the Boyum uh, software with a bigger margin. Okay, so we are providing you more points and uh, hopefully that will get you into the next level during this Q4, so you can increase your margin. That's that's really great. And uh, Joris, I, I really want to appreciate the time that you took to have this conversation. I know it's Q4, we're very busy, and you specifically are very busy. So is there anything else you would like to tell our partners before we close the podcast? Whatever you have, um, any question, whenever you would like to have any support from Boeing to close a deal, please do not hesitate, contact your channel manager and we are there to help you to win the deal. Thank you so much, Joris, and thank you to all our listeners. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and stay tuned for the next one. Thanks, Joris. Bye-bye. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye.